Welcome to the Music of America podcast debut, season one, episode one. Really excited. And our guest today is from Huntsville, Alabama. All this week, we'll be talking to guests from Alabama. And our guest today is Grayson Slade. Pretty pretty cool band. I'm going to talk to them in just a minute. But first, I got to talk about this. And, and you know, we've all done this. We've all done this. If you've ever played out, you know, you, you, you find that perfect tone you're looking for. And then the club owner comes over and says, well, you know, you're too loud. You're going to have to turn that down or, or, or you have to change whatever you did. You spend all day trying to achieve that perfect tone, that, that place, that, that sweet spot where no matter what you do, you're there. Right? Well, introducing the Lexi from Landry Amps. Bill Landry has built this incredible amplifier called the Lexi. It's a quality it's a boutique amp, has 100 watts of vintage plexi circuit at its core. It's got a real cool rhythm crunch channel, a boosted lead channel, a digital reverb, two buffered effects loop, depth control, and an awesome voice switch. So every channel has its own gain. It has its own master control, but they all share the EQ. So this Landry app has... It has more gain than a plexi, everywhere from a whisper to concert-level volumes. And it's designed to be played at those lower volumes. So you have this great concert hall sound, but you're playing at a low volume. So you get the tone that you're looking for and not chasing everybody out of the club and not having the manager yelling at you, you know? So, you know what I mean? It's like that heavy martial tone that, that used to require tons of volume just to get to that place you know well now you can get to that place with less volume without the tonal loss so check it out okay landry amps he's got a channel on youtube landry amps on youtube and you can check him out on his website as well landryamps.com landry amps and check out the lexi you'll love it okay grayson slade how'd you come up with that name for a band it's see, see how i set this up for you <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really easy because uh, that is that's my name. And so when I was so I, I'm originally from San Antonio, Texas. And when I started trying to build a band, I just had a bunch of guys I got together. And then it's, you know, the next thing you do is band names. Right. And so I, I felt like it was kind of a vain thing. But I was like, hey, I have a suggestion. What if we just go by my name? Because I really think it sounds cool. You know, it sounds like a rock and roll name. Absolutely. You know? I wasn't even the singer back then. I was only the lead guitarist. But I was like, you know, it's kind of like a like a Van Halen, you know, like <laughs> you know, that. That's what I thought in my head. <laughs> I heard. Of, and then you know, well, they I had guess. a few ideas. They didn't hit. And then we ended up going with my name. And it's been there. ever. Then I was a one man band. So it worked. I was like, hey, I'm Grayson Slade. You know, yeah, no, I'm much older, <laughs> than, much older than you. And back in the 70s, there was a secondary British invasion of of the glamour rock bands. One of my favorite bands was Slade. Yes, yeah. you know. So when I got Grace and Slade, I went, oh how cool! I wonder if they. Yeah, if they... yeah. I had a there was a dude at the uh, Sevierville Civic Center, and he's from England, and that was and he was one, the first thing he thought he was like Slade. He, yeah, you know. And I was like, no, that's like my real name. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> he, he thought it was a thing too. But yeah, it works. It rolls off the tongue. It sounds good. It, you know, so we just keep it. it going. Let's uh, let's get the other bandmates in here real quick, just so we can say hi. Uh, All right. So you're the lead vocalist, lead guitarist on bass, yes. and background vocals is Kayla Slade. Yes. Right? Kayla, Kayla, say say hi. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, Kayla's real. You talkative. did a great job. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, <laughs> and uh, on drums, is it just drums, Alex? It's Alex Chase. Is it, is it just drums, Alex? Or do you all percussion, or do you are you guys focused on a, on a kit or yeah. what? Yeah, just percussion. Yeah. Yeah, what's your kit look like? Huh? I'm sorry. What's your what kit is, look like? What is your it's, kit? Uh, it's black, and it's pretty small. Yeah? What What are your drums? What's your drum setup, I guess, is what, what I was trying to get to. I don't know. Some... Uh, like okay. one one bass, twin bass, you got two toms. What do you got? What What's the setup look like? I just got one rack tom, and then like the floor tom, and then a snare, so it's pretty uh-huh. simple. Okay. And then I have a, like a Zildjian cymbals. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Grayson, how'd you meet these guys? Because you said you started so, in San Antonio. Yeah, so I sold everything in Texas and was homeless for about a year. That was from 2020 to 21. 
And then I met Kayla at a show in Sevierville at a bar called Screwballs. And uh, she never played the bass before. People told her she couldn't play music. She had no rhythm. So she was, you know, just working a regular job. She worked at a bank at the time and uh, didn't like that. And so she became my girlfriend first. And then I would come back in town when I was on my tours when I come back. And then one day I, we decided to teach her the bass and she learned in a week and was in Chattanooga playing with me. No kidding. Wow. Came a duo. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did that for about a year, almost a year. And then uh, I started doing those theater shows, the civic centers and stuff like that. Mm. So I needed a drummer for that. I was just, just a fill-in drummer. You know, that's what I was <laughs> looking for. And uh, Alex had an ad out on Facebook. And so, but he wanted more work. He's like, I don't want to just play one show. And I was like, well, let me see if I could fit you into my tour schedule. And here we are. He, he was willing to jump in the car with me. And now we're in North Carolina. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that's quite a travel, uh, quite a bit of travel there. If you're going from Huntsville up to North Carolina, so you say you travel a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. Every so next weekend we're in Kentucky. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have 38 shows this summer. Last night was the first one. Wow. Tonight, tonight's the second one, and it's just from we have West Virginia, Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Alabama, Tennessee. I'm, I don't, Ohio, yeah, we're we're all over. Do you do a certain route, or do you just go like somebody wants us? Boom, we're going. I try to make a route, but when you're doing like the bar scene, you end up yeah. zigzagging because they all like owners won't answer. They get back to you whenever they feel like it, and you're already booked. Mm -hmm. So as I start to go to the theater shows, which I'm trying to do more of, I have more where I can call the shots, and we can actually so like I can go Sevierville, Maryville, Oak Ridge, all in a row. Uh -huh. which is all by knoxville if, if, if you're not familiar but uh they're all within less than 50 minutes of each other some are right. 30 minutes that works uh the bar scene is tough yeah and so but it's how you have to start sure sure you know, you, now, how no long you are you gotta build a crowd how long you've been doing this where you're traveling and so on and so forth so the current rendition years. of grace and slade how long has that been together oh the current one only since december okay alex joined in december and that's the band we have right now. Uh, I've been on the road for two and a half, almost two and a half years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And then I met Kayla in a, a year in. So she's been doing it for a little over a year now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Alex has only been with us for a few months. What's that? Like, do you, do you yeah. travel together? You all drive right in the yeah. same vehicle? That's yep. good. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, you, so you, I had a... <laughs> so I, when I came out here, I, I lived in my truck, right? Because I was living in it, right? Literally, I'd go play a gig, go park in a parking lot and sleep in the back of the truck. And then I had a Planet Fitness membership. I'd take a shower, go to my next gig, looking clean. No one knew I was homeless. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, so that's how I did it for a year. But I had a car as well that's way better on gas. And so now that we have the full band, I was like, the only way we're going to make money, we can't be driving in this big, big ass truck. So I got a roof rack that we put the drums in with uh like a this bag thing that's waterproof that we put on mm -hmm. it and we fit in my little mazda and we drive around and then I, the money i save on the gas with my truck i can get a hotel so right. now we're not homeless anymore we're actually like you know traveling like real traveling rock stars music, traveling <laughs> musicians right exactly yeah. how, do you get, how do you get your gigs how do you get your gigs when you're you're out of huntsville how do you get a gig in kentucky how do you get a gig in, gig in north carolina you just call them up or met. So Facebook message, email, or calling. Those are the three methods. And every bar uses a different, different method. So you have to find who, who wants what. So I just go down the line and I, I'm very methodical about it, which is I like, I'll make all the Facebook messages first. Uh -huh. And the ones that don't respond, email. Ones that don't respond, call them and then repeat. And uh, until they give me a yes, no, if they give me maybe, they will keep hearing from me. I won't, I won't accept maybe. Tell me yes yeah. or no. <laughs> yeah, right. How, how long yeah. is your show? How long is your show usually? Uh, so we play up to four hours. Wow. Yeah. All, that's not all original. You got to throw no, some No, no. The originals in. are about, I'd say, probably an hour, hour and a half if we do instrumental uh, original stuff. Um, so that, you know. 
little less than half the show is original because when we play bars, they want to hear covers. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, 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 been there. <laughs> yeah, Believe me. yeah. But our theater shows, the civic centers, those bigger shows, yeah, that's all like we a few covers. We mix in a few covers, but those ones are more about original music. Even the opening bands I bring in, mm-hmm. I always tell them they have to have original music. I, you know, bars are for covers. You do that right. on your own time. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I was today years old, as the phrase goes. I was today years old to learn that the song I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett was a cover. Mm-hmm. It was a cover really? by a band in England called The Arrows. Never heard that until wow. today. Isn't it bizarre? Well, first time I heard it too Isn't right that now. Something? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And, and I think about that. And I think about the show and I think about like your music. And wouldn't that be cool if David Lee Roth or somebody would stumble across this and say, hey, I like that sound. Like this first song we're going to play of yours. Is fir- the first time I heard it, I thought... It sounds like a, a riff from the cars, but the more I listen to it, it sounds more like ZZ Top. And those are two entirely different musical styles. Yeah, you yeah. Kind of got me on both of them. That's pretty talented. Yeah. And I thought, wouldn't that be cool if somebody found you and said, hey, uh, either come open for me or let me buy your song. <laughs> I would I would love the conversation, you know. Obviously, none of my songs are for sale, but I I, even if they said, I don't want you to open and I had to tell them, no, I would just love to say, to have that conversation. Wouldn't that be so I would cool. open. That would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's one of my things is staying independent. I will not sign away anything that I own. Uh, this is something I'm taking to the grave. I've already made that decision when I was homeless out there mm-hmm. living the real blues being yeah. like, there is, there's no reason for me to ever give anything to anybody. I can make my own way. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm just 100% mine. My songs are going to be mine forever. And every day that you're able to do this, you're able to prove to yourself that you can do this. That's really cool, you know? Yeah, and it's you gotten know. better. Like I'm now, I I get to eat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I get to have a roof over my head. A like roof it, over my head. It's improved so much. I have a little bit of money in savings, so I can buy new tires for the car. Things like there that. We go. Like, like yeah, it's so great now. Even though most people would be like. You know, you really don't make a lot of money, but I mean, I'd rather be doing this than working every day at, at a fast food restaurant or something, sure, you know, sure. I, I, I probably make comparable to that, you know, so well, every musician, I only has, work twice a week. Every musician has said it and heard it, but, uh, we don't get played to pay. We get played to move equipment, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. let me get the, let me get the other two in here real quick. I want to ask him okay. a question about covers. So I guess we'll start with Kayla. Kayla. Okay. What's the one song you have to play and you just go, oh, God, again? Oh, covers? Mustang Sally. <laughs> You're kidding. It's so funny. No, I'm serious. I cannot stand that song, and I don't even know why. I can't even tell you why. Well, can I tell you, tell you a little <laughs> trivia? Johnny Lee Hooker, when that song came out, I think it was Buddy Guy came out with that song, and when Johnny Lee Hooker and Buddy Guy were doing the blues circuit, Buddy Guy... And there was like a competition with them. And so Johnny Lee Hooker had a poster he would put up behind him that said, no Mustang Sally. <laughs> that hilarious? Yeah, yeah. That's we need great. to get a sign like that. That's, that's, that's <laughs> fun. It, it reminded Make me of that. Shirt. Yeah. And you yeah. can wear the shirt. Yeah, because that's your yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, but you don't know why. You just don't, you don't want to do it. Well, I enjoyed it before I started playing it. I think it just, I don't know. Maybe it's just not my style really then what's what's the other side of that and it could be a song it could be a cover or original what song do you get really oh cool we're finally doing i love doing this song i just love this song this one rocks um so we haven't started doing it yet but we're um going to make redneck woman a little more rock and roll and that's going to be that was always my karaoke song before i started playing music so the the old the bellamy brothers song gretchen wilson okay bellamy brothers yeah (laughs) Oh, it's, a, it's a cover as well, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 might, it might be a cover. I don't know. I, I, I was in radio like a, a couple of lifetimes ago. And back in the uh, 70s, early 80s, the Bellamy Brothers had a song like Redneck, 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 Redneck Woman. Oh, it's a different one. Then. It yeah. might it's a be different song. Then. Yeah. It's definitely country. Yeah. Oh, they were, it's definitely, definitely a girl song. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll give like, it a listen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like from the perspective of the of a woman. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. How about you, Alex? Let's give give you the same two questions. What song do you dread playing and you have to do it? And what song do you really get excited about playing? Song that I dread playing. That's yeah. hard. Maybe well, like just, 
You just love them all, right? I'm going to say Tain and Low just because I do it differently every time. Oh, no kidding. That one song that you hate by, what was it, the Beatles? Uh, uh, We don't play. You just told me that on the drive. Your other bands always made you play some Beatles songs you hate. Oh, yeah, like I want to hold your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to play some Beatles back (laughs) in the day. Yeah? Yeah, so... Dude, you yeah. don't look old enough to have back in the day in your vocabulary. <laughs> well, I'm actually 22. Oh, okay, okay. I'm pretty old. <laughs> and uh, I guess, Grayson, how about you? I asked them. I'll ask you the same thing. Is there a song and you always get requested and you're just like, come on. Um, Freebird. Well, besides ones that I won't, like I don't play. Yeah, Freebird uh, is one. I mean, obviously last night too. Like I think we probably heard them say it three times, but they're just trying to be funny, you yeah. know? Right. Um, as far as songs that we actually play, I mean, I don't particularly hate any of them because, you know, like she says, Mustang Sally. So the reason the problem with that one, what I don't like about it is that when people don't sing like with you, it, it becomes dead. And then when uh-huh. they're all going with you, it becomes like bigger than life because they're all right. cheering and singing with you like that's So it, it really depends on the crowd. And for I usually do it early in the set because it's 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 a very known song and they're not usually uh, drunk enough to sing sometimes. So right, it, right. It, it, it yeah, so it's it's tough. Uh, most mostly that those are the ones that I really just uh, I like mostly everything we do. Really, I don't know. I, I, I love. I music. just I just put myself in your place and imagine doing "Sweet Caroline" to a dead audience. <laughs> Would that be horrible? <laughs> yes, there. Those certain ones just have to have the audience, and if Absolutely. they don't, you're just like, "What am I doing here?" That's you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. And then you're already in the middle of the song. You just can't wait for it to be over. What What song really gets you juiced? Um. So last, so like last night, when people get my originals, there's two things I want from the originals. There's dancing because so my music is a mixture of different types of music but i always put dance beats underneath the rock or blues top Uh and most people don't get it and when i see people get up and start dancing i'm like yes we're we're speaking a different language right now you are understanding my deepest thoughts on the song and that really makes me excited or when they just really get my story, because you'll hear a lot of the lyrics about my my homeless living, being a rock star on, on yeah. the road, like the, the pain and all the stuff that is in it. Like last night, they were just cheering for my originals. The covers were like garbage to them. They wanted all wow. my originals last night. And it was just some brewery. Really? Yeah. That's cool. And, but it was because they loved my story. I had already talked to some of the people in the crowd, and they knew that. They, they were listening to my lyrics and they were just like, wow, like we get everything he's saying. He just told us that, but now he's singing about it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you <know>? great. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to, we're going to give a listen to a song and then when we come back. I want to talk about it. The first song we're going to play is a song called to the beat. Is there anything okay. you, you want to say about it before we listen to it? Um, it's just a different kind of, I feel like, so this one was inspired by goth eighties, goth music, uh, yeah. a different style of music. And that's, so if you hear it, you should feel like dancing in a gothic like way. Like you're listening to like Depeche Mode or something in, in, in one of those in a in a nightclub or something. Sounds good. That's what I want people to think about when they hear a song, this song, and this is my version of that style of music. Okay. Every well, song I write has a different style. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about this one and where it came from in a moment. Right now, we're going to give it a listen to her with Grayson Slade from Huntsville, Alabama. And here's the first of the songs of his today. It's called To the Beat.
to the beat with our guest today Grayson Slade from Huntsville, Alabama we'll get back and talk about that song in just a moment I was talking to a friend of mine about my brother's couples workshop book called Two Years After Forever sort of a a how-to guide to improve your communication skills which as everyone knows it's never been in a relationship knows how crucial that is So while we were speaking, later in the conversation, I mentioned the book again. I said, two years after forever. That's the name of the book I told you my brother wrote. And she goes, oh, oh, your brother's book. I thought you meant a book you borrowed from your brother. Three little words, my brother's book. Two interpretations. She thought it meant a book that my brother, I borrowed from my brother. It's a book my brother actually wrote. So in the book, two years after forever, There are exercises that will help you form better communicative skills to avoid the pratfalls like the one we had. Along with your partner, you'll learn and apply these exercises, and it helps you get back on track to why two years ago you pledged your life together forever. Twoyearsafterforever.com. Two years after forever, available at Amazon today. Grayson Slade, Huntsville, Alabama, our guest today in the Music of America podcast, our debut show. Welcome and thank you again for that. And that's really exciting to be able to say that. We just listened to the first song we're going to talk about today. It's called To the Beat. Tell me about that. Uh, so, I, like, one of the main things, what I noticed about original music, when I go to a bar and I listen to somebody, is that all their music sounds the same. So I really try to get a whole different vibe every time I write a song. I don't want to be just everything is a different riff, but it's it's a different flavor of the same thing. So this was inspired by, I started listening to old 80s goth 
music. A lot of them have a lot of uh, synthesizers and things like that. So I was trying to break it down and just get down to the rhythms and the beats and take that, but then put my rock bluesy style on top of it and write it and write a, a song about it, a song with it. And so that's how that, that's what the rhythms come for with that song. Um, yeah. And it was just something I wrote half when I was living in a bar in Texas, sleeping on the floor while I was homeless and half living in my truck. Yeah. I just remember sitting there playing with my acoustic guitar, writing this thing, writing the lyrics and yeah. So that's, that's how it came about. I ask this question a lot and I get the same answer a lot, but, uh, where does it start with you? Does it start with an idea of a lyric? Start with a riff? Does it start with a chord, a story you want to tell? Usually. I mean, and, and the, the generic answer is all of the above. <laughs> For me as a muse music, I'm not very good with lyrics. Lyrics are something that I have to really work with and it takes me a while. So usually it's one thing. Yes, mostly it's the music. It's either the rhythm, baseline that I create, or a, or a riff. And then everything else is created off of that. And I may have stories that I want to tell in my, like, I say my files, but in my head, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? No, and then no. I try to see, will this story match? Is this what I want to do with this song? Well, like the story about living in the back of a truck, you know? <laughs> Selling everything and moving from San Antonio to... Why Huntsville? Not, nothing against Huntsville. Greg Weber. No, I love it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so well, that's not where I ended up right away. I first just went town to town okay. all over the, I went from Texas, went all over the South. But for some reason, my favorite place in all the places I've ever seen is Huntsville, Alabama. Uh -huh. And it, the people are amazing. They love me like no other place I've ever been. Uh, they've invited me in since day one. And I, and so people, People come and see my shows in Huntsville just to pay the cover, even if they have something else to do. And that doesn't wow. happen everywhere you're at. People will give you excuses. I don't know how many times people's dogs and their moms have died, you know, to not come to a show, you know, and you're just like, how many moms do you have, man? Like, you know, but not in Huntsville. In Huntsville, Alabama, they will, on the way to the funeral, they'll come pay the cover and say, I'm going to a funeral, but I wanted to pay you the the, the five bucks or whatever it is. Yeah. And, they, and then they leave and they shake your hand and you're just like, no way. The love is better than any place I've ever seen. That's so cool. That's so cool. I, 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 I'm in Vermont now and I'm in Vermont or Missouri, Vermont, Missouri. And the music scene in Vermont is just like that. You know, if you okay. ever make it up this way, I, yeah. I know so many guys that have had that, that they'll play in a club that might hold, you know, comfortably 30 people. You know, you get yeah. 31 and you're standing on each other and then you get 50 <laughs> in there and there's yeah. a line. You know, it's a college yeah. town, you know, it's a college town, but there are people that will line up and, and wait for a chance to go in to hear some bands. And even if they don't, at the end of the day, they'll toss them five, 10 bucks and say, Hey man, we yeah. can catch your show. Yeah. But, uh, yep. Yeah. And that's, so this in the South, this is the place I found Huntsville uh -huh. that, that is like that. And I just felt I'm at home. This is where I, I think I'm going to end up now. I live on the road mostly, you know, anyways, mm -hmm. but they have a special place in my heart, and I always talk highly of the people in Huntsville. They're just so awesome. That's pretty cool. Now, now, yeah. uh, what happens in this podcast thing, as as you've experienced? You know, I'm I'm dealing with you know 300 something different artists, and uh, mm -hmm. people are sending in songs for me to put on the podcast and put on the website, so that like your music will be played all this week, and it's been okay. played all the you know all leading up to this ever since you sent them to me. Yeah. what happens is they'll send me a song and I'll look at the title and I'll say, Hmm, I wonder if this is a cover or a version of something or whatever. And, and the next song that, that we, that we're going to play here is helpless. And it's, I'm a big Neil Young fan. So I looked at that uh, after I'd heard to the beat, I thought, let's, I wonder how he's, what he's going to do with this. And I thought in my head, you know, I'm thinking helpless. I'm going to cover it. And, it. and you got kind of a rougher sound, definitely a rougher sound than, the Neil Young on his version of Helpless, and it's nothing like it. It's an original yeah. song. So, yes. Yeah. Tell me about that, because this has got to tie in with your story, man. It's got to. So, yeah. So, so this, this again, like I said, uh, uh, the other one to the beat was the goth music. This one was more of the classic rock riff. Like, I had more of that vibe with it. I wanted it to be more like the just old school, like ZZ Top style, ACDC, yeah. kind of a just common 
good driving riff. And then, of course, the story. Yeah, it's definitely uh, a darker, a darker tale. Yeah, mm-hmm. of uh, addiction is what it's about. Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, I didn't want to say that, but it sort of sounded like that, and it's better to yeah. have you offer that up than for me to. Yeah, it's really sounding like it or really hard. To, no, it's a love song, Tom. Like, oops, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it's about. But I try to keep things pretty vague because I want people to be able to use it on whatever whatever their addiction is. Sure. You know, sure. it doesn't have to be the same as as the story is about. It just it's about that lifestyle and the things you go through. And I try to even make the guitar solo tell a story of like going into the depths and coming out. I, you know, like I was going to ask you about that because your lead on is it the second part? You do two leads on this. Um, so I have the like breakdown where there's a solo in between every like break, like the breakdown part of the lyrics. Uh-huh. And then there's the final solo at the end. All my songs have the solo at the end. It's my trademark. I wanted to do okay. I wanted to do that. So every song will always be like that. It was something about I guess it was the 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 solo at the end then. Yeah. It, and, 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 you know, you're a blues man, so you get this, you know, you get this about how you, you really got to have that feel, you know? Yeah. And that came across, it was, it was sad and it was mm-hmm. heavy. It was also mm-hmm. hopeful at the same yeah. time. Is that, does that, is that what you were putting out? Cause that's that is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Because it's just, cause I'm a very positive person. I'm a person of, I'm a man of God. And that my whole journey is just, it's po- even though even I could be in the darkest spot with no food living in a parking lot but look at this beautiful world look at these awesome people the southern hospitality there's so many good things in the world that there's there's always a glint of hope and so even in the the song about addiction i wanted i didn't want to be the darkest some of the rock of like the 90s and 2000s is too dark and it never comes out and Mm -hmm. i don't want to be that person i want to have the the light at the end of the tunnel even if it's just a little pinhole of light i wanted to give that so yes that's what the solo does that's yeah. wonderful. That's powerful. That is really powerful because that's that's kind of how the mood. And I, I try not to do this because that's how music affects me. Yeah. And I wanted to do the you know on the show. I want people to get take away from it what you get out of it. So, but I also want to yeah. share with you because this is I think we're on track with what you're trying to do because it got me exactly that way. It's like it had like this uh, again dark or not really dark mm-hmm. but kind of heavy and sad and soulful beginning and at the end it seemed kind of uplifting. And uh, that's what I got from the music. So I think, and that's one of the cool cool things about music is being able to relate and you're able to do that, you know, be able to relate those emotions to people through music. Yeah, that's amazing. I love when I hear, because I I can't, when you're in in it, you can't hear it for the first time ever again. So when I hear people's take, like you are coming into me telling me this, and now I know, yes, I did it right. I got it. We're speaking the language. People are, can hear what I'm saying without me saying the words. I love it. That's that's so cool. That's such a great way to yeah. put it, too. Yeah. So, so now I got to hear it. So uh, <laughs> our guest today, Grayson Slade from Huntsville, Alabama. And the next song we're going to hear is a song called Helpless.
Helpless. Grayson Slade from Huntsville, Alabama on the Music of America podcast. And we'll get back to talking with Grayson Slade and the band, Kayla Slade and Alex Chase. But first, I don't like cats. I had cats. I don't like cats. Now, though, maybe I would be able to like them again. Kitty's Litter Box, a new innovation to the litter box. Takes away a lot of that which I dislike about cats mainly. Ta-da. The litter box. Kitty's litter box is a completely biodegradable litter system that eliminates the hassle of cleaning out the litter box, changing the litter, you know, yeah. That litter box. But all you have to do is open it up. Then after Kitty has done her business or his business or whatever, you simply close the box. And after about 30 days, after they've you know, done their business, you just throw it away. That's it. Done. None of that extra cleaning of the litter box. None of the nastiness that I had to deal with, you know, washing it down, spraying it down, this, you know, sanitizing and so on and so forth. Kitty's litter box. It makes ease of cleaning the litter box by eliminating the need to clean it. You just throw it away. So if you love cats, and people do, you're going to love your cat even more with Kitty's Litter Box, available at kittyslitterbox.com, all lowercase, no hyphens, no commas, nothing. Kitty'slitterbox.com. It's perfect. So we're in studio. Actually, we're not in studio. You guys are actually on the road. I'm in on studio. And uh, you're headed, I'm Grayson Slade from Huntsville, Alabama, and you're in North Carolina. Tell me about the show you're the show that's coming up in, the, let's see, this will be in past tense because we're recording today and it'll be broadcast on Memorial Day. So oh, happy Memorial Day, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, tell me about, uh, I, I guess, what it's like knowing that you're not, you don't have a home to go back to. You know, you got a base, you know. Yeah. But you, you're on the road, man. 30, 30 some odd shows this summer, man. You're on the road all the time. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much live, live on the road. It's, uh, you know, like I said, when I was homeless, that was a different way to live. This is the same, but now in just in style, like, like any other dream music, like when you dream of being on the road as a young kid and you're like, wow, you know, any other band, Van Halen, Queen, you know, any of these guys, like, you know, it's a, it's still a rough life. If you watch any of those behind the musics and stuff like that, like, yeah, not having anything to eat or, eating sandwiches and that, you know, all the time. And yeah, it's, it's a tough life, but we were driving right now looking at how beautiful North Carolina is. And we're just going like, what a dream job. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no kidding. We have really nothing, but well, we have everything at the same time. My it's, daughter, it's just such a beautiful life. My daughter and son-in-law lived in a van that they converted to a mini RV. They've gotten national, international notoriety for, uh, their their podcast or their website or their blog or whatever it's nomad home with a g like a gnome nomad okay. home <laughs> and and she told me once one time she goes this is where we sleep but that out there is where we live yes and I thought that's a such a cool way to put it and then you have the yep. same lifestyle dude i mean you can yeah you can just park right here we're in sioux, sioux falls south dakota or whatever mm-hmm. we're just gonna hang yep. out here for a couple of days and enjoy nature and and do whatever yeah. we want to do and it's pretty cool yep I love like the first experiences I had was the sun waking you up. Yeah. It it just I felt one with this beautiful earth that that God give it gave us. I was just like I'm I'm alive now. I was yeah. I had actually been dead my whole life. I didn't realize that until I became homeless and was on the road. I've been alive since then. So I've only been alive for two and a half years. I feel like I don't know what I was doing before until I came out here. Every day is better even when you have nothing, even when you yeah. might die tomorrow and you know that you're just happy. You're able to make it though. You've done this two and a half years and it's a strong story to tell people that hopefully will be listening to this show that yeah. you can, you just, you, you, can. You, you committed to it. You've done it. You're doing it and you will continue to do it. Yes. My number one advice for any musician out there, in, no matter what you want to do road, you just want to be big in your own town is outlast. It's not about the talent. Sure. You want to get the best at what you can do, but you have to outlast everyone else because there's bands that started with me at the same time 
They may have been better than me, equal than me, whatever. And where are they now? They all broke up. They're all doing something else. They had speed bumps that they couldn't overcome. Mm -hmm. And here I am. Keep on trucking. My fan base has never faltered because I never quit. I've never, no matter what, even if a band broke up, I, I'm still playing. I've showed up at a show when no, none of my bandmates showed up and played a solo show because everyone uh, said they were sick or something like that back in yeah. the day, back in Texas. And then everyone went wild because they were like, no way, this man showed up with every, when everyone could have hated him because he's just a man with a guitar and he played the show anyways. And I, I got so much respect from uh -huh. all these places I've been. If you, you can outlast everyone. I've outlasted so many and I will outlast anyone else who out here, anyone, no matter where they are, whole, the whole world. That's I'll outlast a, all of them. <laughs> and that's, that's determination and that, that drives yeah. any, anybody successful. You read any book from anybody who's successful at whatever they've done. It's that determination, yeah. that, that, that drive, mm -hmm. not necessarily to be the best. In your case, your drive no. is just outlast everybody. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you want to be really good, but, and of course it helps. But if you can gain one fan every show, every show, yeah. one person adds you on Facebook is a committed fan. That's why I say outlast because one becomes two, becomes three, becomes four. If I keep going forward for years and years and years, I will have a huge fan base that will mm -hmm. shadow every person in the area because I outlasted, not because That's I was the best. But you're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. I I, but this is for anyone else who maybe right. ha doesn't have the confidence because I didn't even know I was any good at first. Like I could have been playing a lot a long time ago, but I ne I just would be at home playing guitar. No one ever told me I was good. I didn't know I was any good until I went to a guitar center and started to play on one of the guitars there because I was going to buy an amp and a crowd formed around me. And oh, then wow. I thought maybe I should start a band. And that's when I started doing this. That's funny. And See, yeah. when, I, when I pick up a guitar at Guitar Center, they ask me to turn it down. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not even plugged in. <laughs> uh, I want to ask a this. a good joke. I like that one. Thank you. I want to ask uh, Kayla this, if I may, and, and, or either of you, but uh, Grayson Slade, Kayla Slade. You mentioned a girlfriend, so I'm assuming you have his last name. Did you guys get married somewhere on the road? Uh, no, I'm just already using his last name. Oh, okay. Okay. That's why I was wondering. <laughs> I thought, well, then it just. Not was, yet. Not, going ahead and putting it out yet. there. Yeah. Know, yeah. What, but very time. soon. I was going to ask. By the end of the year. Which year? Which year? This year. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we got on, we got on tape, Kayla, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask what that was like, like the whole thing, but I guess we'll have to have you back next year and ask, ask how it went down and then see yeah. if, uh, see if well, Alex is already... invited, see if Alex is invited to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> he will be. Yeah, <laughs> he will be. Yes. But yes, it's, it's, it's definitely a tough life to mesh that together, right? You mesh yeah. the life, the relationship with the band yeah, but we've I gotten mean, through a lot of stuff, and here we are still. Yeah, you know, so within it, weeks of meeting him, I told my friends that I was going to quit my job and sell my house and go live on the road. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> that was a little extreme, but... <laughs> where did you all meet? Did you meet in, in Huntsville? Or? Yeah, oh, no, in where, Severe, Severeville, Tennessee. Yeah, where is that? I'm not familiar with that. By Knoxville. Oh, okay. Okay, I think yeah, you did mention Okay. Yeah, by Knoxville, yeah. Yeah, she's place... originally from Richmond, Kentucky, yeah. and she lived in Sevierville, and I met her there, and so we hit it off, and I would just go tour around, come back, and and uh, and then, like I said, I taught her the bass, and so now she plays with me, so now she gets to go with me instead of That's staying cool. home. That's so cool. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do another song here, too. And the reason I, I was going someplace with this, because <laughs> you know, husband and wife, how many times do you have arguments, well, he said, she said? You know, <laughs> but I guess it works with, with mates too, or with your partner. You know, he said, yeah. she said, does, uh, and I, I'm more of a lyrics guy. So I know you come from a different place when you're songwriting, you come from a place mostly of music and then you work your story into it. Yes. Yes. But I, I, I just put those together. I'm Slade and Slade. He said, she yes. said, it's not a coincidence, but maybe it's it is. Not, it, it is part of the story of the song. Definitely. That's, that's so how tell, I, tell so, me about it. So the, everyone, like you asked me, how do I start a song, right? Both, both of the, uh, so I guess to the beat was more of the rhythms. Helpless actually was more of the, a story I was trying to tell. I wanted to tell that story 
this one he said she said was i had the idea for a back and forth because we all go through it right everyone can relate men or women that you have a back and forth you're fighting everyone fights no matter how perfect and so i had this idea to have almost like a dueling back and forth solo with so and so the whole song came from the like the breakdown part where i say i said and then i play a little riff where it's mm-hmm. like then and she said and then i play a little little lick and then i said the whole song was built off of that because it's like a back and forth it's i this is that was my first song i ever wrote and yeah. i was in a lot dark yeah i was in a darker place as far as my relationships always picking terrible terrible crazy drug addict women and <laughs> so you, you say yeah. it like it's a bad thing <laughs> well you know as many times as i did that it's <laughs> you start to say it was stop it yeah <laughs> one time is like a a little story you tell a story a funny story to everyone and it's like hey, remember that one girl i was a problem i was like one of those where it's like Oh, he has a new girlfriend. Oh man, which how is this one like? You know, uh-huh, yeah. Because it was so often that it was it was always terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I met Kayla and I realized she had a job, never met a woman with a job before. She she had a car, <laughs> and she had a house. Wow. Three things that I had never met before. <laughs> yeah. I knew they existed, but I had never ran into them. <laughs> Because I guess I was always the the the, the uh, I took over the damsel in distress. That was right, my problem. Right. You were the rescuer. Yes. So every one of them didn't have a job, didn't have a place to live, and uh, didn't have a car. Oh wow! Now those so, jokes are usually about musicians, right? You've heard those jokes, and yeah, I've always attributed them to my bass player. You know, and he doesn't like me very much. But uh, you know. You know, my, my favorite, what do you, and you brought up homeless. What do you call a bass player that broke up with his girlfriend? Homeless, yeah. you know? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Well, that was also when I met her too. I, first thing I said, I was like, look, I'm, I, cause I've been, I've taken in those women. I was like, uh-huh. I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. So yeah. I told her, I was like, look, I can literally date you and live in my truck. I do not need to sleep on your couch, stay at your house. I'm not trying to move in because I'm not that guy. I have, I have a job. I have a business mm-hmm. and I'm fine. But she wanted me, you know, no, she's like, no, come in and stay. Trying to let him leave. Yeah, she didn't want me to leave. <laughs> but but I'm just not that guy. I didn't want to, I didn't want to turn into the thing that hurt me, right? I didn't want to turn sure. into the male oh, version. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And but ended up working out. We're all good. But but yeah, that's that was my life prior to this. Was uh so when I met her, she was like this. I was like, wow. And I'm like, no way she wants to be be with me. Cause now I don't have anything to offer. Back in the day, you know, I would have been, I would have, I would have been like wow i met the perfect girl this is gonna be great but now i was in a in a different spot in life mm-hmm. where i'm like i'm homeless now yeah. this girl doesn't want me you know but she did she didn't she looked past it <laughs> and 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 you've got a song you know so if you guys ever have those those rough spot areas those disagreement areas or whatever you can just start playing that riff and <laughs> very true very true maybe you know keep it from actually fighting you know that's right that's right (laughs) let's give that a listen this is a uh i guess the third selection that we're going through today with with grayson slade the song is called he said she said
across the room As lucky she starts to move She's coming over with something to prove She's coming over with something to He said, she said, with Grayson Slade, our first guest on the Music of America podcast. And we're with Grayson Slade along with the band Kayla Slade and Alex Chase. So tell me, you've got a busy, busy summer. Let's hit, let's hear some of the hot spots. What are you hitting this year? So we're going to be in, uh, we got Kentucky, North Carolina. Uh, we got a blues fest in Chattanooga. That's going to be a pretty good one. Uh, it's on Father's Day weekend. That's a pretty big show. Yeah. Uh, of course, Alabama, West Virginia, South Carolina. We're hitting a lot of places, Virginia as well. And then when we we had the biggest stuff in the fall. So we have our Sevierville Civic Center show, October 21st. That's a theater show, us headlining. We have two bands opening for us. That Those are my big shows. That's one of the best ones. We're going to have backup dancers up there with us, jamming and dancing wow. with us. Yeah, we're going to try to put on a really big theatrical performance. That's always been my dream is to incorporate some of those bigger stage shows into the small stage Mm -hmm. so yeah so we're already working with some dancers that are going to interpret my songs while i'm singing and doing stuff and then we have another one in oak ridge which is the historic grove theater on september 30th that's another one with the backup dancers as well Mm -hmm. and hopefully we have one in maryville too i'm still trying to negotiate that one you brought up uh, theater you said theater shows tell me what a theater show is so a theater show is a, so it's not in a bar. It's in a, it's like, you know, they're not there to drink. They're not there to play pool. People pay, t- pay the admission price, buy a ticket to come sit down and just watch the bands, mm-hmm. to watch the opening bands and us. And it's original music, a few covers, if you want to throw in some covers. And uh, it's got the lights, the fog, the moving headlights, all the, something you would see at the, at the big stage, but at, at a concert. You know, in your town. What's like, that? At a, like at a concert, if you went and saw. Yeah, uh, at a concert. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Any bigger act, but in a in a 200 seat arena, like a little tiny theater, because mm-hmm. I'm not big enough to fill anything bigger yet. But <laughs> hopefully we'll keep expanding that. You know, I've only been doing it for two and a half years. So when I first moved to Burlington, Vermont, they have a little theater here called the the Flynn. It's little. It probably mm-hmm. seats 500, maybe even more, probably 1200. Okay. I don't know. 
And, oh, wow. uh, okay. But but I'm used to like when I'm at a concert, and I think we went and saw George Thorogood was probably the first concert I saw here. And okay. we're up and we're standing up and we're ready to, you know, start dancing and, and ushers are walking around, sit down, sit down. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is music, man. You're up, yep, you're yep. dancing, you're bouncing around. I'm like, nope, nope, yep. not here. You have to sit and watch. <laughs> and, you know, I'm an older guy, you know, I'm much yeah. older than you. But to sit there, like people are sitting like they're watching a movie or watching yes. a TV show. Like this isn't, and I get it. Yeah. I get it because mm-hmm. I've, I've also been to those shows where I pay a ton of money for a seat. And mm-hmm. I can't see anything. I'm, I end up watching it on the monitors because everybody's standing up, you know? Yeah. But yeah. That's, to me, yeah. that's that's the concert experience. Yes. But, so what do you prefer? Do you want them rushing the stage or do you want them? I want the them. I want, so I want them dancing. That my music is all danceable, except yeah. maybe Motherless Child, which is like a very sad blues song. But but most of the stuff that's upbeat is danceable. I put those dance rhythms like I talked about earlier in mm-hmm. the in the podcast. But uh, and. I feel that some people don't get that. And that's why I want to make sure the backup, the backup dancers help them realize that you can dance to this because even though it has like a harder rock riff Mm -hmm. on top, not everyone gets what I'm saying. Some people will in a bar, they'll just get up and dance. And I'm like, yes, they get it. But many people don't. And I want them to though. I want them dancing, having fun. I want the backup dancers to to lead that action and help them know it's okay. And it's safe. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Good luck to you guys. Good luck to the whole band. Uh, we can catch you. You've got a YouTube videos or YouTube channel. Yes. YouTube, YouTube channel. Uh, it's just Grayson Slade at Grayson Slade. So make sure you spell it with an I, G-R-A-Y-S-I-N. Oh yeah. Cause it Lots sounds like Grayson. You're right. Right. Yeah, it sounds like Grayson, but it's really Grayson. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it'll autocorrect. Like when you're typing it in, right. so make sure if you can't find me, check to make sure it didn't change it to an O. Interesting. Yeah. It's a man of God, and he's and his name is Gray Sin. <laughs> yes, because there's yep. that gray area of right and wrong. Right? <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Grayson, thank yep. you so much uh, for being my first guest on the podcast. Awesome. And, uh, it was a pleasure. I'm glad we had time to get it to get it yeah, going. You me know, it's too, tough. Man. It's tough to get all of us together sometimes, and when we're not driving or in a show. Right. So I was like, hey, we're just chilling today on the road. Let's talk. <laughs> That's great. Well, we all appreciate it. Grayson Slade from Huntsville, Alabama. Up next tomorrow, we'll be in Alabama again. We'll be talking to Brendan Young.